Greetings, Carl here. I have been making a, a mistake for, I don't know, for a long time. And I only recently sort of found somebody else that had been thinking much deeper, much more deeply about the mistake and was able to put words to it. And it was a revelation to me, so exciting. So I thought I would share it to you. And it applies to more than I'm going to give you sort of the specific example, and then we're going to apply. I want to apply it to a few other things because I think it applies to budgeting as well, which is really interesting. Um, so, Ryan Singer from Basecamp, the company Basecamp, uh, formerly known as Thirty Seven Signals, right? Um, Ryan Singer wrote a book called Shaping Up, and in the book he mentions this idea. And I, I, again, I'm not, I, I'm not. Sh- I, I don't know where the idea originated, um, but I'm where I dis, where I found it was Ryan Singer in his in this book um, around tasks. And if you've ever if you've ever built anything, you know this. Like, okay, here's the concept: imagined versus discovered tasks. So, imagined tasks versus discovered tasks. I also I. I I had forgot that it was imagined, and in my head I was using the word anticipated tasks versus discovered tasks. So fascinating. Now, Ryan's talking about building software or a project at work, and I I think that's that's where this was so powerful to me, because I keep running into situations where... um, we're trying to build something. Even better, we've built something. And then someone comes in from outside and is like, oh, that's easy, right? And and what they do, and especially the way I like to build things, which is I want them to look as simple as possible. Like look as clean and simple as possible. And so people often will say, oh, that's easy, right? Like <laughs> I've even, obviously I've had, especially around the sketches, I've had people say, oh, my kid could do that. And 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 indeed, that's true. Your kid could take a sharpie to a piece of paper and probably draw something similar. But but what what we don't understand, and what I've never really been able to put words to, especially as you're building a product or a project, is what the amount of work you th- you have no idea actually how much work it's going to be at the beginning. You, you can imagine, as Ryan uses that word, which I think is so awesome to see this in writing, you can imagine what you think it will take to build that project. And I, I sort of mistakenly have been using the word, you can anticipate, which I also like, you can anticipate, but you know you're going to be wrong, right? And, and, and Scott's book, The Messy Middle, also sort of points to this. And the sketch that I've done on simplicity, simplistic complexity, elegant simplicity, that sketch with the messy middle part also is pointing to this exact same idea. Like you don't know until you get into the complexity of it. Like you start considering the nuance and you say, oh geez, I didn't know how that piece of the project would impact this piece over here of the project. I didn't know if we offered to do this here, it means that it's going to impact the thing we were thinking about doing over there. You don't know that. And there's actually no way to know it except to sort of make some guesses, like imagine, anticipate, right? And then get in and start working on it. And, and the, the, the project, as Ryan 
charts it, he uses this hill graph, which is just really a cool idea, that you're on the downhill slope as soon as you've sort of figured out all the tasks, right? Like building the thing is kind of, and I'm using these terms in huge air quotes, building the thing is kind of the easy part. Figuring out what you're building is the is the more um, more more complicated part, right? I wasn't gonna say, I was gonna use the word hard, but that's not exactly what I'm after. It's just like it's complex, right? So <laughs> that's amazing, and it reminds me of a couple things. If you've ever packed a house, or we go on a lot of we go on a lot of um, outdoor sort of adventure trips, and I have learned that when we think we're fifty percent. That that actually, when we think we're about 90%, when everybody starts saying, oh, we're almost packed, that means we still have 50% of the work to, to do, <laughs> right? If you've ever moved, you know that like when you feel like the house is, you're like if you're tempted to say, oh, we're 90% there, 90% there means that you still have 50% left of the work to do, right? That last 10% represents 50% of the work because you're going to discover all these tasks. That's... It's so cool to recognize that and realize what I'm what I want to get way better at is not doing that to people. Right? That if if I get asked to help on a project that they're doing, I don't want to jump in and be like, "Oh, easy, 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 just do this, this and this." What I want to realize is like, "Oh, what have you tried? What have you done? You know, what problems have you run into?" And realizing like Probably the reason they're asking for help is because they've bumped, they've done a bunch of work <laughs> and they're hoping, anyway, there's been a lot of effort put into that. So I want to get better at that. And then it made me think too of budgeting. It's so like, like how often do you find yourself saying, oh man, another blown budget. One, you know, that was a, uh, a one-time event. Right. And, and it took us like a decade <laughs> to figure out that each month there was another one time event. Right. And, and so imagined or anticipated expenses versus discovered expenses. It's such an interesting idea. And I love the hill graph, just the, the visual that you're climbing, climbing, climbing up the hill while you're imagining and anticipating, right? Discovering the work, figuring out what you're building. That, and then as you get to the top of the hill, and obviously there's no clear line. Ryan writes a lot about sort of how to figure out where you are on that, but there's no clear, nobody rings a bell and says, okay, you've discovered everything you need to discover. Right? But just visually and sort of from a, uh, from a model perspective, it's just a beautiful idea to realize like, Okay, we're going to build this thing. Cool, I only think that'll take us two months. All right, awesome. Okay, well, we, like, internally, we, people who are making decisions about the projects that you're building should say something like, cool, right, in our heads, or maybe we even have a way of expressing it to our team. Like, all right, awesome, I'm glad that we think it will take us two months. Let's dive in, right, and see what we discover and realize that as we discover stuff, it's going to necessitate that we make changes, right? So this imagined, anticipated tasks versus discovered tasks, such a powerful concept. It was such a, I don't know what the right word is, like a a, a blessing in my life to be able to say like, oh, somebody put words to this thing 
that I've been feeling for so long and didn't know, <coughs> excuse me, didn't know how to express it. It's caused relationship. I mean, it's caused problems with employees, with, with partners, with contractors, because I didn't know how to put words to that. And I think if we, if, if I look back on some of the relationships where I was the service provider and it didn't go well, I'm now realizing that I probably just jumped the gun on assuming that, that I knew everything, right? That I knew that I probably jumped the gun on thinking that imagine tasks equaled all tasks, right? Instead of realizing like, oh, that's just the beginning and we'll uncover a bunch of new stuff. So I, I hope that's helpful for you, super helpful for me. And um, yeah, just, just I, I love the application to <laughs> packing stuff up at the house and also to budgeting. And would be curious what you've seen in terms of imagined or anticipated tasks or expenses even versus discovered. And um, yeah, shoot me your thoughts. Hello at behaviorgap.com is the place. Um, behavior for my friends outside of North America or outside of the U.S. is, is spelled the American way, behaviorgap.com. Hello at behaviorgap.com. Talk to you soon.